0: This is Earn More Tutoring, the ultimate crowdsourced education entrepreneurship show. This week, I speak with Jessica Levy, creator of the popular YouTube channel, Cantacon Jess, which teaches children how to speak Spanish through fun, colorful, and creative songs and videos. Jess and I talk about the importance of following your dreams and continuing to positively impact the lives of others. How she committed to producing YouTube videos full-time and taught herself how to do everything on a budget of less than $3,000. And how through continued content creation, Jess saw her channel skyrocket into millions of views within four years of starting her channel.
1: So it took about two years uh, to reach a thousand subscribers. And in only an, a year or two years after, the channel reached more than 10,000. Like it started growing exponentially. So it was very hard at the beginning. And then once you start producing more content, even with the views, uh, it took about two years to reach a million views. And then in only two years, the channel has reached more than 10 million views.
0: Welcome everyone. Today I'm here with Jessica Levy from Cantacon Jess. Welcome Jess.
1: Hi, thank you so much for having me. It's an honor to be here.
0: I feel the same way and I'm so honored to be speaking with you today because I am a huge fan of your work, as you know, or my, my family is. So to start, tell us about what you do.
1: So uh, I'm the founder of Cantacon con Jess, that for those who don't know in English, it means sing with Jess. And we help children learn Spanish in a very fun and effective way by creating, producing educational music videos in a very uniquely and entertaining way.
0: That is so true. Yeah, so just to give a little background, um, I have a two-year-old daughter, and I was looking for resources to teach her Spanish because that's something I really value and want to do. And I found your videos on YouTube, and they were the best. Uh, you know, there's there's a lot of content out there with you know Spanish and, and maybe a little bit of English, but yours really break it down into such manageable parts. And the music is so good. There's so many different things about it that are are wonderful. But the music is good. The visuals are good, and it's such a great way to teach Spanish. My daughter loves singing along with your work, and. It, she gets excited and she dances and does hand movements and it's it's really really amazing. So
1: thank you so much. And you know that that's really interesting because the mission of Canta con Jazz is creating a positive impact in the community, bringing a positive value to the community. Like I always wanted to do something to create something that went beyond just making music. Of course, I'm very passionate about what I do. I really love what I do, but what I love the most is the fact that it's helping others. And learning a language actually has many other benefits than just learning a language because it for little kids, it can help develop fine motor skills. It can help to build stronger thinking skills, better memory. Uh, it can increase the ability to fo- focus and it, it helps the brain to be more actively engaged and more flexible and music for example I think it makes it so much fun to learn and it can it really makes it much easier to memorize than if I just tell you you know by speaking these are the day—the days of the week in Spanish so uh, because music the songs are simple and easy to learn and they are sticky and it can help with pronunciation too and I am Another thing that to me it's very, very important is to plant my seed for a more diverse world. I think there's been, since I, I produce uh, animated videos and I work with illustrations and all that, I feel uh, there's been a lack of diversity in the world of animation. And with Canta con Jazz, I want to teach the next generation Spanish with a more in cl- creating a more inclusive and diverse content.
0: Yeah, those those are all just such powerful reasons. And if those are your drivers, like how can you give up? You know what I mean? You're, you're trying to make the world a better place. You're impacting the lives of children. Like, but, you know, I'm just one person, but I totally see it. And which is a big reason that I wanted to reach out to you and speak to you is because, yeah, it really has an impact. It's, it's so different than a video that's just rotely saying like, one, uno too. Dose. It's like, it's so, uh, it's so engaging and you're smiling and you know, the colors and, and oh, the fashion and and everything about it is like, it can tell, you can tell it's, it's a labor of love, but it's also so tuned to like, you know, you're trying to get little kids to sing and dance and communicate, and it happens. Like if you saw my living room, you'd know, like. <laughs>
1: I'm so, so happy to hear that. And, you know, I think the best part of this is the fact that you know every time I get uh, positive feedback like saying oh my kids are learning so much from you thank you very much or thanks to you my son is so interested in learning Spanish or stuff like that and even what's great what's interesting too is that I even get sometimes messages from high school and college students because the the videos are directed to a younger audience. But even high school and college students, I got messages saying, like, for example, I aced my Spanish exam thanks to your videos. Thank you so much. Or you helped me not to embarrass myself in front of the whole class and stuff like that. And even uh, adults, I had adults telling me, I have to confess I'm 29 years old and I have to swallow up my pride and learn Spanish like a child or I'm so old enjoying this and uh, stuff like that. And I, that's, the best part, knowing that they are really being helpful and entertaining at the same time. And and very important too, the fact that kids are not only being exposed at the screen, they are learning something at the same time. And what you said, right? When you have to pair words with actions, I like to make the content interactive because I think that if I can get kids involved that's where they can learn the most.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's like you're tapping into so many... um, I'm a a former teacher and still credentialed as a teacher. And it's like, you know, the way you describe it, yeah, you're tapping into so many things, like getting them involved. And it just makes me think about all the, you know, everything they teach you in in education school about what, you know, how to engage a learner. It's like lower the effective filter or the thing that's preventing them from emotionally engaging. And like, you really are capable of doing that through, you know, the music and the smiles and the colors. So that, that's, you know, it's, it's, it's just, it sounds like it's not only a thing that you love doing, but it's also something you're super talented at. And at the same time, yeah. And at the same time, you've also learned so many skills. I know we talked about before, like you do all the work. Like I thought, oh, there must be like some, you know, million dollar production company behind this, you know, <laughs> well, putting I, these. <laughs> I,
1: I have to say, because I've been thinking after speaking with you and I do have a team that helped me. I mean, they support in different areas, for example, with the designs, with the legal stuff. Like to protect the brand and the content, and I have an advisor that helps with the commercial and business aspect of the company, and it's so helpful.
0: Absolutely, yeah, yeah. No, and it didn't mean to um but yeah, to no, shortchange the, there. Yeah, yeah, But for,
1: you're right. Like for the songs and part of the production is mostly me. Like I have a studio set up at home for recording the the songs. filming with a green screen
0: yeah so that's you know that's what I want to let's start from from where this you know began what you know did you always want to make youtube videos or how did you how did you begin to do this making these creative youtube videos I'd love to hear the story
1: well that's a great question because I hear sometimes kids saying that they want to be a YouTuber and upload videos and when I ask what do you want to do they don't know they just want to be on YouTube so I think that you need to have a passion right like you need to you need to be specific on what you what do you really want and what value will you bring to the community and I think that because like you don't have to be on YouTube just because everybody is on YouTube you have to be there because you think is the right fit for your business or for what you want to do, for what you want to bring. Uh, so I'm very passionate again about what I do. And the reason I chose YouTube right now as the main platform for Canta Con Jess, that again, it means seeing with Jess, is because YouTube is a free platform. You can have, like, it has, you can upload content that by creators from different backgrounds. So it provides a wide range of diverse content. So it it fits with the values of Canta con Jazz. And at the same time is the main platform, maybe among others, that parents, especially millennial parents use to show content to the little kids. So I think that's why I chose YouTube to upload the videos.
0: Yeah, no, YouTube is like TV at this point. It's like there's, you can have whatever you want by choosing it, which is good. Can be a little scary sometimes, you know, and so you want to find the right stuff for your, for your kids. So that's why, yeah, you know, like I was happy to find your content because there's a lot of I don't know questionable things out there, and and so you want to find the right stuff and you make your playlists or whatever curate what you're presenting. Um, so yeah, so yeah, it sounds like that was the correct platform for what you wanted to put out there, the message that you wanted to share, the music, the the, the story. How did you get into that? Like you know, what were you doing before you were a, you were a YouTube
1: business owner? Well, I I'm originally from Buenos Aires, Argentina. Uh, I studied music back then uh, at different places, and I pursued my pop music career. In 2013, I moved to New York City to study musical theater, and I also wanted to explore more about acting. And after graduating in New York, I had the opportunity to teach Spanish music classes to toddlers from six months to five years old. And I thought at first I'd have all Hispanic parents and children in my classes. And I was very surprised to see that almost they were almost all American English speaking parents and children. So I s- noticed there was a huge interest in learning Spanish from a very young age. And I realized by teaching these in-person classes, that the kids and even the parents, right? Because they were very little. So the kids were with an adult. It could be the parents, grandparents, the caregivers. They were much more engaged if I explained first in English and Spanish what we were going to learn in the following song uh, before moving forward only in Spanish. So that's how I came up with the idea of producing songs with the with really helping, I mean, with a focus on really helping kids learn Spanish in a very fun and entertaining way, keeping them engaged. And you know, yes, the videos are short enough to to hold kids' attention and they can learn more effectively and having fun. The videos are as you said before, colorful with creative elements. They are interactive.
0: Yeah, they sure are. You know, if you haven't watched a KentaCon Jess video, you need to go pause this and go watch a few playlists yeah, or learn the ABCs.
1: I think good. I think uh, you need to watch it too and you'll get a better idea, you know, because I can be talking about this. But I think the good thing is to go and watch at least one of the videos.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. If if I'm going to make a recommendation, I'm going to say start with days of the week. That's a, like one of my favorites. I, I learned the days of the week more effectively. But if you want to learn the ABCs, you could do the o- ABC overview. There's just a lot of different entry points. So, so go for it. Now, I'm wondering about you know, moving to New York city. It's funny. I also moved to New York city, um, not in 2013, but in 2007 and and had a whole journey there and, and actually did some music too, um, which is another story, but, okay. um, <laughs> but, uh, I'd love to know what was that like, you know, it sounds like you had a different dream and then you, you know, I always talk, I always encourage people like, you know, you, you're going to have your dreams in life and that's good. You should definitely have dreams. And at times, though, you're going to have to pivot or adjust because you're going to realize like the world needs something else. So, even though you start wanting to do one thing, you kind of see how people respond. And then you're like, well, this is what the world needs. So, I have to like let go of this a little bit so I can do this and really provide value. Tell us about how you went through that process in terms of coming, you know, moving to a different country for one reason, but then realizing your calling i guess was in another and maybe maybe it's not forever you know or maybe you you still have that dream but i'm just curious what what has that process been like
1: oh i love that question i love it so there were i mean you can have a dream but life goes on and because you have a dream today it doesn't mean that it will Keep being your dream in 20 years, right? I think it's important to listen to your heart, to follow your gut. And yes, before my dream, when I was 15 years old, I wanted to be a pop star, you know, and I was composing love songs and that kind of stuff. And I loved it. And then when I moved to New York many years after that, I was more involved into acting because I wanted to explore that area. But music was always deep inside my heart. But I always wanted to do something geared towards kids. And I didn't find, you know, the right place. I knew very clear that I wanted to create a positive impact in the community to bring something positive to make a change for a better and educated world and to do something geared toward kids. Even in Argentina, for example, I worked uh, in a company, well, in Disney, (laughs) in digital media, in Disney Junior, it was for a young audience. But I always uh, did music uh, in, you know, in parallel. Um, And when I moved to New York, I was into acting. So first, it was the pop music. Second, the acting And third, I feel, you know, I feel the universe really conspires to help you because I really feel all the dots connected into this uh, company, into Canta con Jazz, because I'm doing music. That is what I love. I love composing children's music above anything else. It's creating a very positive impact you know, uh, it's helping others succeed. So it's more than just learning a language. And I, of course, in the vi- I, I'm on the videos, right? I created Canta con Jazz, but I'm also the face of Canta con Jazz at this moment. <laughs> and so this part, like I'm also kind of acting in these videos. So I, I think that you need to follow your heart. And when you feel that you need a change, it's okay.
0: Yeah, no, that's a, it's, I like how you you put that like, yeah, your dream isn't always gonna be your dream. You know, you can have a dream and it can get you somewhere and it's like, it got you to New York, you know, and it it probably, it probably inspired so much.
1: Right, but I, I would add that this is my dream. I feel I'm living my dream. It's not that I couldn't do it. No, it was, I think that everything in the past prepared me into this. That if I didn't have the experience of all my pop music and live concerts or doing independent movies and that kind of stuff, working for young audiences, sometimes maybe on a different area, all of that prepared me to be standing right now today in a stronger place than if I would have started maybe 20 years ago.
0: Right. Because you build
1: a certain maturity right it's you have more clarity
0: absolutely yeah yeah but you you figured out the best platform i guess and the best tool to express your love for music and so you found you found the right channel and pathway to live your dream i guess so thank you thank you for for clarifying that so um what i wanted to to ask about on that vein is i think you know many guests who i have on here they've also lived their dream or they're living it. And they found their, their kind of like perfect. Um, another guest, he called it the iki guy. And it's like in, in Japanese culture, you have like this kind of circle. And it's like, what I love doing, what the world needs, like what I'm good at. And there's like this little central point where everything like comes together. And it's like, you've, you've found that right. You're, you're great at singing. You're also great at like, you know, production and movies and you want to, you know, provide, uh, positive kind of messaging and, and diverse messaging to to the world for children. Um, so it's like you found that kind of like central point. But I think what a lot of listeners out there struggle with, and and I struggle with it at times too, is how do you clarify your vision, right? Like you you knew you wanted to be a singer. And so you were doing pop scene, but then you kind of, and you knew you wanted to do some acting. And so you're doing acting, but then it kind of like melded into this like perfect fit for you, which is like making these wonderful videos for children and putting them online and, and, you know, creating community around that. How did you continue to clarify your, your vision? Because I think a lot of people, they struggle with that and, uh, you know, they, they kind of get stuck in like, I know I want to get here, but it's not really clear. I want to do something positive, but they don't really know how to, to, uh, kind of clarify it more. So could you talk a little bit about how you were able to do that?
1: Yes, I hope I can. (laughs) Have an answer i I don't think i I'm not sure I will have the right answer because I feel privileged in the sense that that since I was very little i it was very clear to me that like music and I, I don't I, I don't have words to explain how I feel, but music has always been my passion. And I can't explain it. I, I I don't have a logical reason, and so I feel privileged in the sense in the sense that because I had friends that they told me they they are lost. They want to do something, but they don't know what to do. So it, and they always tell me like you are so lucky because you know what you want. I mean, it can be hard. It is very hard. Like it's a very hard journey. But I I'm very clear about what I always wanted. And what I tell people that may be lost or they don't know the right path is maybe you can start by doing a list of the things that you know you don't want, that you know you are not happy doing that. And then it's about exploring, right? Like it's an embracing failure, too, because I think people sometimes are maybe afraid to fail and that can prevent them to go after whatever it is they want or to explore or whatever it is that makes them happy. So, I think it's I think failure is a great thing actually. I mean, because sometimes people speak about failure from a negative place, and I think it's a very positive place because thanks that you failed you learned from that experience, from those mistakes, and that puts you in a different place. And you, if you keep a positive attitude, you have to keep exploring and keeping an open mind too. If you feel stuck be- because you feel that nothing is moving, like two things, first of all, everything is always moving. Right. Even if you feel I feel stuck so many times and and everything is constantly moving. So you need you need to trust the journey and to keep moving forward, to always keep on learning. And if you feel stuck, on the other hand, because you're unhappy with your life or you don't know what to do, then you need to change something, even if it's a very tiny thing, but to change something, because if not, you will not discover what you want if you keep doing exactly the same things you're doing now. And to be curious too, right? To, to have the courage to try new things too.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I, I, you know, I think about like an acting class when I took in college and thinking about your acting experience. I remember all those acting classes were just challenges to do something new or think differently or say something in a different way or like express your body, you know, in a different way. And it's, it's important, right. To, um, I'm reading this book recommended by another guest, um, Miss Excel, and she's created an incredible, you know, uh, platform where she has 400,000 followers on TikTok and is selling courses. And she said, you know, she recommended this book and it was called Breaking the Habit of you Being Yourself. And basically, there's a lot to it, but he talked about how if you go through the same set of actions every day, your brain just gets used to it and you're just doing the same thing and you're just responding kind of the same way. So you need to create like novelty in your life in some way. Um, music is a great way to do that.
1: Right. And it can be like, for example, if you love, let's say film or acting, you can try things that may not be acting, maybe a different thing. And that can help to open your eyes, your mind, to bring new ideas, to inspire. Like I feel that you can have, you can get, feel inspired by many different things. And I think it's good to do different stuff because you also discover yourself and it can be a positive thing.
0: Absolutely. I'm curious, what are the like daily habits or you know, things that help you stay in a positive mind state and help you discover new things? What, what kind of daily things do you do to, to cultivate that in your life?
1: It depends. <laughs> For example, sometimes when I feel very stuck, if I'm working on a new production, I go walking, looking. I love, okay, I, I'm a little, you know, um, some people call me idealistic. Or because I love watching the river, the clouds, the trees, you know, the plants. If there's a little in, in New York, there are lots of squirrels <laughs> and they are so much fun to watch what they do, the movements and that kind of stuff. I love going running. Sometimes I do meditation, you know, uh, short meditations, like 10 minute meditations. I, I also, um, when it's hard to you know there are days that you are very productive and other days that you get distracted very easily. So sometimes it helps to do uh, productive productive blocks, like for example, fifty minutes of productive work, really be staying focused, and then ten minute ten minutes of break, and then another fifty minutes. And that kind of stuff. And well, to stay positive too, I, I love listening to different podcasts, especially motivational stuff that really helps, you know, when you feel a bit down or when you want to feel inspired. Like I think it's very inspiring hearing what others are doing or how others are changing the world. So that helps too. And listening to audiobooks, I love listening to audiobooks about motivational stuff, about business, he, uh, biographies, and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, all those things. It sounds like you have some really good time management strategies. I love the chunking out like 15 minutes of productivity, 10 minutes of break. You know, going out. I'm going to go watch the scrolls. That's a great idea. They're so entertaining. They <laughs> Yeah.
1: And you know, the, the, the world is really full of colors. So, you know, again, I want to embrace that with Canta con And also it's full of colors for you to go out and explore. <laughs> you can ride a bike, like whatever it is, go to a park, visit anything like a museum or just walk and get lost.
0: <laughs> yeah yeah New York is a great place to do that too. That was one of yes. my favorite things to do when I lived there. It was just like walk down different streets and like every area is different, so it's it's so uh interesting so yeah, and uh that's great, yeah podcast books just it sounds like you're just like kind of opening your mind to like the things that inspire you for for the keeping the vision one one thing someone said to me is like you have to hold that vision right, and you have that vision of creating content that positively impacts world how do you continually return to that is it something like is it like a visual that you keep in your mind or do you write it down somewhere or do you just think about it before you go to bed or like how do you hold that that kind of vision tight and close to your heart so that you don't stray from it
1: it's very clear deep inside me I mean yes I write it down I have my notebook where I write all of these things, the ideas, the mission, the vision, the values. But it's very deep in my heart that it's. I don't feel that I, I need to make an effort to do that. But I would say it's very important to stick to the mission, right? For example, in, in the videos of Canta con Jazz, I'm not willing to compromise the quality of the content, for example, by placing an ad in the middle of the video, distracting from the main goal. I'm helping you learn Spanish in a very fun and interactive way. And if I put an ad in the middle of the video, when you have to repeat after me, it it will be distracting, right? So to be clear about those things, um, yes, I, I always, yes, I always think about also. But uh, when I compose the songs or I adapt a classic nursery rhyme, uh, I think about this: how can I help the most? You know, I tr- I always try to include, for example, words and phrases that we really use in Spanish all the time instead of a word that we rarely. Use in Spanish and from the design too. I want to show diversity because it's not something I'm, I'm inventing, right? The world is diverse. So I want to show that throughout the content to include, you know, to make a more inclusive content. Uh, so that's always, I mean, I, every time I work on a new production, and or I talk with my advisor, or I, it's all about also protecting the kids in the from my side because if they aren't protected, it doesn't matter what I think, right? Because it would be a big no um, if I think something will be harmful uh, to them, like creating a safe environment. So it's it's in every decision. I make related to Canta con Jazz from the composition, the music production, the video production. Um, yeah, it's all about helping others succeed, helping them learn Spanish, keeping them engaged in a, being, you know, making Spanish fun to learn. But it's all about, it's always about helping others.
0: What you're saying is exactly how a values-driven company or entity should operate, right? Because it's so ingrained and a part of you, everything just operates from the value system that's a part of you, right? So as opposed to a company that's like, here are our values. We don't actually stick to them, but you know, these are our values that we put on this piece of paper that we hung up at our restaurant or whatever.
1: And, you know, I think this relates to your previous question when you said I had a dream and then it changed. Mm-hmm. And I think the same happens with the mission of a company. Today, my the mission of Canta con Jess is about well, what I already said, right? Creating a positive impact in the community, helping others succeed, making Spanish very fun to learn. But you need to be flexible too, right? Because the world keeps changing, keeps moving on many different ways. New medias, new platforms, uh, you know, appear all of a sudden and you, you need to be able to adapt too, right? To evolve with the world. Uh, yeah, even also um, talking about diversity, that to me, that's extremely important. That's very present. And I'm very conscious about that. Uh, so... It's not that the world is evolving because, again, we have, you know, a diverse, uh, a, a very diverse world. It's just that the world, I mean, the, all the content, that there wasn't opportunity and enough space to embrace that. But that... that the world was always diverse. It's not a new thing. What may be a new thing is that people are more conscious about it. They are maybe learning more about it and they are embracing, you know, all the different colors that the world has.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. I think your message resonates with me, you know, as a a parent, because I want my child to see diversity. And I put, you know, see and be a part of diversity. And like, for example, you know, when we picked our daycare, we were looking for a diverse environment. When I show my daughter your videos, because the little children and characters in it are not all just little white kids. That's part of the reason why I choose to watch your videos, because I don't want her to think the world is just, you know, it's easy. I think it's easier in America at times for people to Forget that right, when they're in their little bubbles and they don't you know maybe engage, so celebrating you know communicating diversity like you said it's there, we just need to acknowledge it and right. you know um and show it uh, is so important and yeah that that message really resonates i I want to um ask you about the nuts and the bolts of the the work you know the the kind of technical side so um because I think a lot of people out there. Are wanting to do what you do? They're wanting to make a positive impact, to celebrate diversity, to uh, you know put out what they love into the world. And could you tell us about how you learned how to do all this? So you were working, um, you know, doing this like small after-school thing and, and teaching Spanish. How did you go from that to uh, YouTube star with forty thousand followers? Like, what were the, the the checkpoints between just doing it after school, probably you know, of course, in person to to being you know spreading your message worldwide
1: yes I, I started uh, specifically with this uh, teach by teaching Spanish uh, in-person classes to toddlers and then I decided because I realized there was a huge interest uh, in learning Spanish and I wanted to bring to create an um, online, content that could really help kids learn Spanish in a very fun and colorful way. Uh, That's, well, I I, I decided to start creating digital content. At first, well, I realized, of course, this was taking me a lot of time and a lot of effort. There's a lot of hard work behind. And it was, it's a full-time job, right? So I decided to dedicate full time in creating these educational music videos, making them interactive. Uh, And yes, I realized this was a full time thing. And I I can help many more kids if, you know, by doing these uh, videos. I, I mean, I don't want to call them YouTube videos. I mean, yes, they are YouTube videos, but today's YouTube, tomorrow it may be another platform. Like the good thing is that it's a product that will persist over time. Um, yes. And, uh, and for example, instead of doing a few classes of only eight kids, I could be creating a positive impact and helping so many kids online. And, there, and I noticed also that there was a need for good quality online content to help to really like the songs are really with a focus on really helping others learn Spanish in a fun way. And I would say my, the content of Canta con Jess is not only for children and parents. Uh, it's also for teachers to help them in their classes, because I also got feedback from many teachers uh, saying that they found my videos so helpful for their classes that, you know, their uh, kids really love my videos or they want to say, hi, Jess, and stuff like that. So it's also for the teachers. So, yes, I knew nothing about the technical aspect of making videos. I had no idea. I had no clue about how to connect the keyboard to the computer, how to record the voice to the computer. Wait, I need an audio interface. What is an audio interface? I need headphones. I had no idea how to work with illustrations, how to animate, how to make rain on a video. For example, in the song, The Itsy Bitsy Spider, I did the Spanish version, it's raining in the video and I had no idea how to do that. So I learned everything on YouTube. (laughs) It's crazy, but I really feel that we have to embrace all the online tools that are accessible for everyone and for free you know there are many great free stuff that we can use to learn and i i was always typing how to connect the keyboard to my computer how to record the voice how to edit music how to make the clouds move from left to right (laughs) you know and that kind of stuff so i i learned everything So that's why, actually, in the beginning, I was releasing videos every two to four months. (laughs) But because I was learning how to do it, I had no idea how to do it. From the music to the video production, everything. And now I'm releasing one video every two weeks. So theres it's been a journey an interesting journey, but I feel I still have a long way to go and a lot to keep learning.
0: Yeah. Well, that is, I think it sounds like for you, it's just normal, you know, kind of behavior to learn something new, but for people out there, I'm sure they're like starred right now. Like, wow, she taught herself how to make these videos and record everything, you know, all that. It's really amazing, Jess. So hats off to you. That's, that's an incredible.
1: Thanks. You know, and that too, how to I had no idea about green screen and the lights. How do I put the lights, right? Are they on the side and like that kind of stuff too?
0: Yeah. Well, I think a lot of people out there, they're working a job, you know, but they want to try something different. So, you know, and, and it sounds like it, it was an investment, right? You had to invest your time. You also had to buy this equipment. Yeah. How did you, how did you, you know, kind of make that? Because I think that's a big part of this show is how do we thoughtfully make financial decisions and, and, you know, hope that they turn out good because, you know, at this point it's a full-time job, right. And it produces income, but it wasn't always doing that. So how did you, how did you, you know, and I know you, you're a very clear thinker. So how did you kind of walk yourself through that process and commit to it? Even when the money may not have been flowing in.
1: You know, I love that question because I feel that many people think they need to ask for a loan to start a business or they need $50,000 if not they can't start and i you know before <laughs> before speaking with you i really did the math of how much money i invested at the very beginning and i and spe- i invested less than $3,000 i for real and i have the least the very specific list of all the stuff I bought, like the lights, the green screen. Well, I, I, I had my, already had the, my iPhone that is the camera I use to shoot the video. So you don't need a $10,000 camera. I mean, of course, if you can, and if it's justified, then great. Uh, but you don't need, you know, it depends. Like, you don't have to wait till it's perfect to start. You have you can improve as you move forward, right? If like I if you watch, please like if you watch the very first two videos of my YouTube channel, <laughs> you will see a huge difference, you know, compared to the latest videos. I in the second video actually I filmed with a background and it, it's. Like falling a little bit. And now I see that and I said, wow, now, you know, I could have fixed that very easily. But it's good because it shows, okay, I learned from that and I made improvements. So you don't need, for example, to, I didn't have a website for over a year. I started just with my YouTube channel. So, you know, some people think, oh, I can't start until I have a website. I mean, yes, it's important to have a website, it's a good thing. But you don't need, like, don't wait till you have the perfect website. If not, you will never start, right? Like, use social media to your advantage, right? Because the audience is on social media. So you can start with your Instagram page, posting stuff, you know, creating strategic content, and start with that. And then you can build your website as you move forward. Um, Yeah, so you, you... It depends on the type of industry and all that, but I would say you can start, you don't need to spend, to start with the most expensive and extravagant products. I feel that you can use the online tools to see how to make it fit with your budget. And I knew also that, so if I had certain money to invest, I preferred to invest like I chose to invest it in a, in building up a studio, than maybe only producing ten songs and outsource it, and that was it because I knew that I I wanted to keep creating songs and keep helping con consist. Like I think the key to is being consistent and staying disciplined.
0: Yeah, that's that's a hard part, right? It's like uh. A- sometimes you're motivated, sometimes you're not, but you still have to keep producing content. And what an inspiring, uh, you know, story in the sense that, yeah, you, you only spent, you know, less than $3,000. He did it with your iPhone. I would have never known that. I would have thought it was like some type of HDR, or super zoom lens or something well, like that. you
1: know, the iPhone has an excellent camera. You're right, yeah. You can shoot 4K videos mm-hmm. if, you, if you set it up correctly. Uh, it's a great camera.
0: Yeah. And it's like those little tricks. Yeah. Yeah. You learn that by being on YouTube. Like I've learned so much by being on YouTube. Like I go there for everything pretty much. It's like the, the, someone calls it the university of YouTube. It's, it's all there pretty much. And if it's not, you can probably find something or connect with someone who knows, you know, and just ask them there are many
1: blogs too, not only YouTube, like you can search, you know, websites, blogs, Facebook groups, Instagram pages, well now TikTok, Many options. Right, to you got to be,
0: you got to be curious. Yeah, and and, and uh, you know, I always tell students I work with them. I say the most important skill you will learn from working with me is how to define your question and type it into Google. Because if you can define what you want, like how do I make you know how do I add whatever on Zoom, or how do I you know let the ho- the participant record the question, you just have to define the question, and then you can find an answer. The internet is expansive and endless. So you, you are an example of someone who really went out there and learned it all, you know, not by paying for a hundred thousand dollar, you know, marketing course or whatever, you just figured it out. So that, that's, you know, had you know, what an amazing story I, I wanted to ask you about, you know, after you started creating and developing these videos and, you know, you committed to it and you made it a full-time job, when did you start to see returns on your investment? How long do you think a person who wants to do what you do? would have to wait. And how do they turn that into like a, a full-time job or, you know, like something that can, can uh, pay their bills and, and be be a lifestyle?
1: Yeah. So at the beginning, I was actually building websites for some clients that I had. I, and I was doing also some background work, you know, in movies, TV shows, and stuff like that. And I would say it takes time. I think it's been, I spent a year, right, about a year or year and a half before I could monetize my YouTube channel, because you need to meet certain requirements. Uh, You need at least, um, I think, 10, you know, a thousand followers and 4,000 hours of watch time during the last year, stuff like that. I mean, maybe they change it they keep changing things so you can look that up Uh, but yeah it's it takes time so it's not overnight for some people maybe it is but it wasn't my case it was a slow it was a slow process and I would say that the very the hardest thing was reaching the first hundred subscribers (laughs) and I remember I needed to reach that number because I wanted to register the username canta con jess um and then I it took me uh, um, it took me I think I uploaded the first video in August of 2017. So it took about two years, if I'm not wrong, uh, to reach a 1,000 subscribers. And in only an, a year or two years after, the channel reached more than 10,000. Like it started growing exponentially. So it was very hard at the beginning. And then once you start producing more content, even with the views. uh, It took about two years to reach a million views. And then in only in less than two years, the channel has reached more than 10 million views. So it's interesting. And I think, I mean, I I don't have an answer to that because I think it depends on what you do and what type of industry you're in, you know, because maybe if you do videos of, teaching marketing, maybe the, you, you can get the ads will pay you differently than if you do content for kids that may be less. So it depends. And there are, it's not only YouTube, the place, right? You can have banners on your website, you can do sponsorships and many other things. So I think it's hard to answer that because it's not a fixed thing that if you do this, this will happen. It depends. You need to stay consistent. That's key.
0: Have you um, focused on, in terms of attempting to monetize it, you know, or or creating it so that it's a pathway, a financially viable pathway for you? Have you been more letting it come to you? Like YouTube's like, okay, you've reached a thousand subscribers now so you can have an ad before it or after it or whatever. Or, you know, have you focused... Have you just allowed people to reach out to you and offer to do banners or has it been a, like, I'm going to look for this so I can make it a more financially viable pathway? Like what, what would you recommend to people who are trying to figure out how to make their content financially helpful to them?
1: I mean, this is my, my vision, right? Of life and my way of thinking. I think if you are passionate about what you do and you follow your dream, but not only Dream, I mean not only dream it, also take action and you stick to the values of what you want to bring to the community. it will come. I mean of course, I, I don't want to say it will come all of a sudden from the window. <laughs> no, but meaning that if you keep working really hard, if you keep on learning, if you stay disciplined and you know you stay consistent. Eventually, you will start to see the growth. I mean, you can also, there are things like you can build a blog that can help to bring organic traffic to the website. You can have, for example, Pinterest actually for educators. You know, it's a wonderful platform because I get so much traffic from Pinterest. Like, who would think Pinterest, right? I mean, I, I, I never thought about that until I saw a YouTuber, I think, talking about that or a blog. So there are ways that you can do to generate traffic, to reach your audience. And yes, I mean, you can invest in ads too, right? On Google ads or YouTube ads.
0: Yeah. So you just have to keep exploring and probably ask that question too into the the Google machine, as I like to call it, like, how do I monetize this? Or, you know, if you're doing a podcast or YouTube channel. Right,
1: or, right. And, mm. and actually that, that's a great thing to do, typing, like how, do, how to monetize a blog or best ways to whatever it is you want to do, how to monetize my YouTube channel. I, I looked at, 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 you know, things that could help me to reach the right people.
0: Right, I'm wondering. You know, we've talked about the tools that you use. You used your phone. You've, you know, I think we're sh- we got the same headphones here. Uh, you know, MacBook, uh, YouTube. What other tools help you stay on track with your work? Help you do your work? What What would you recommend?
1: Well, I have a notebook where I write all of my ideas and the creative process. So that's very helpful to me. I also use um Dropbox for business. And I this is very important. I think okay, I'm I'm very picky and I'm very, I don't know if it's the word demanding, but I think because it's a lot of hard work, that why risk losing everything if let's say the house goes on fire? <laughs> you know? Like I always like to keep the content on at least two separate uh, products. Like, for example, Dropbox is online, but also use an external hard drive. But if you use, for example, two... And I think it's very important, this, because it's a lot of hard work and you can lose everything if something happens. If you keep, for example, because, okay, video production, it takes a lot of space in the computer and music too, there are very heavy uh, files, so if you put everything only in one external hard drive, um, if something, if it get, if it breaks, you lose all your work. So I think it, it's good to have a backup. And then, well, sorry, I'm, I'm <laughs> I extended this, but I use, for example, Tailwind to schedule my Pinterest posts.
0: I- I've never heard of that before. Does that just do Pinterest, or is it other social media apps as well?
1: Maybe it's for other social media apps. I only use it for Pinterest. Right. Like it, it, it helps a lot to optimize the time and to plan it ahead. It really helps. And then well, well listening to podcasts, motivational audiobooks. You know, sorry, one more thing. Seeking a mentor can also help.
0: Yeah. How did you find your mentor? Because I think a lot of people want a mentor, but they don't necessarily know how to find one. Was it someone that was really related to being successful on YouTube or did you find them separately? I'd love to, I'd love to hear about that.
1: Oh, it's crazy. <laughs> and it's what I said before, the universe really conspires to help you when you're on the right path. Um, I had no idea about it. I heard all the time people saying my mentor, my mentor, and How do I meet a mentor? How do I find someone? And I felt I was in a disadvantaged place, but because I wasn't born and raised in the United States, I was born and raised in Argentina and there is not common to have a mentor. So, and, you know, I really like all of a sudden, and this is what really happened. All of a sudden I got an email About, and I don't remember well about how this website helps Hispanics, Hispanic entrepreneurs, and women. And it was called uh, HelloAlice.com. And then suddenly I got an email about uh, how to find a mentor. And there's a website, uh, it's called Score. I don't remember well, Score, you can look that up, Score. I don't know if it was core.org or something like that. And I did a lot of research. They have a database and, that you can look for depending on what you need or what you want. And I did a lot of research because I didn't want anyone, right? I and Until I found the right person. And I, you know, you can send emails to 20 different people and see what happens, but I Deep in my heart, I felt this is the person. And I only sent an email to that person. And so far, so good. It's been amazing. It's been great. Uh, and so, yeah, you can use this site. It's called score.org.
0: So, okay, that that that's wonderful. Yeah, I think... For me too, mentorship is so important, and I'm and I used to be just befuddled by the idea. I was like, "How do I find a mentor? Like, who's who's going to mentor me?" And <laughs>
1: right, and I felt I was in a disadvantaged position because many people here they build relationships since they are in school, in high school, in college, and I didn't study. I mean, I, I didn't go to school here. I mean, yes, I graduated from uh, in, in New York, but it was later on in life.
0: So what's the biggest challenge you're facing in your business right now, you know, or in your venture? Mm,
1: pro- probably two. I can right now think of two. One is I would like to expand the team so, so I can release videos with more frequency because I have a lot of ideas, right, of content to create. It's just that time is limited. So I would love to expand the team. And on the other hand, this is more like broad because I always think about how can I help kids that live in vulnerable areas that may not have access to good quality educational tools or may not have a computer or a tablet. They may not even have high-speed internet or maybe not even internet internet. So how can I help you know with Jazz in making the content more accessible for everyone.
0: Yeah, those are both great great challenges and and like you said you put it out and the universe conspires to help you so I'm sure uh the solutions will present themselves sooner than later. I hopefully. So so last question uh before we jump into the hot seat if you're up for it is do you attribute your success more to luck or hard work and why
1: definitely hard work definitely i don't know why i mean yes i i mean what is success right because it can mean different things for different people for me, the success is the fact that uh, Canta con Jazz is creating a, a positive change in the world and embracing diversity. And, but there's a lot of hard work behind. I don't think I, I mean, there's, there are thousands of hours spent in the creative process. And, you know, you can ha- you can be the most talented person in the world, but if you don't work hard, if you don't stay disciplined, it, can be very hard to stay consistent and to reach your goals so I think working hard even if it's easy to you you know whatever you do I think yeah definitely hard work
0: okay so we've reached the point of the show where we have the rapid fire questions the hot seat
1: (laughs) oh I'm scared
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, well you've heard a couple episodes I think you got you got it but but... I do have one new one.
1: Okay, let's see.
0: Let's start with uh, Apple or Android. Apple. Favorite book.
1: I have many... Um, I- If I have to choose, can I say two? Yes. (laughs) I have Creativity, Inc. by Ed Catmull. He's uh, the co-founder of Pixar. It's so inspiring. I highly recommend it. And there's another book that I loved that uh, it's called uh, Give and Take by Adam Grant, it's a great book. And, you know, a third one, sorry. But for those uh, struggling with networking and that kind of stuff, because I struggle with that, um, there's a book. It's maybe more related to music, but it's still very, very helpful. It's called Your Music and People by Derek, uh, Derek Sievers. Excellent. The, he's the founder of City Baby.
0: All right. Does that, I'm, I'm going to read those. Uh, favorite movie?
1: You know, I have a problem <laughs> with movies, as, uh, and it's that I never remember the title. So I, I have, um, when I was young, I watched many times The Mask with Jim Carrey.
0: Oh, my so God. That, that
1: comes to mind. It's an old movie. <laughs> I
0: love The Mask. I love Jim Carrey. Everything Jim Carrey. Actually, not everything, but most things Jim Carrey.
1: Yeah, he's great.
0: That's so funny. I wouldn't totally expect that from you. I guess it's so, like, it's so wild, you know? He's like, ah, like just the things he does in it. But um, he is the funniest. Uh, Yeah, the mask. And uh, then you might be a fan of Ace Ventura, I'm wondering. Are you, have you? Yes, yes, yes. Those are incredible. Okay, app you couldn't live without?
1: Probably Google Maps. I use it all the time. (laughs)
0: Yeah, that's a that is like a real like people can't live without that or they're lost. Uh, Do you believe in aliens and why or not?
1: Yes, yes, I do believe (laughs) I do believe in aliens. I mean, why are we going to think we are the only creatures in the universe, right? There are so many planets, galaxies. So definitely I believe in aliens.
0: That was the new question. I, I was like, I believe in aliens too, for the record. Okay. So <laughs> I wanted to start asking people, uh, best album.
1: Um, I, um, But I would say Bon Jovi, Crossroad. It's an old album, but it's his greatest hits back then. And I loved Bon Jovi so much when I was young. So I love all those songs. In that album.
0: I wonder if some of his inspirations uh, kind of sneaks out in your work, if there's some hints of Bon Jovi in Kante?
1: Maybe <laughs> <Yeah>. unconsciously. <laughs> I don't know. You guys
0: should do a collab. That'd be cool.
1: <laughs> oh, that would be awesome if he's listening right now. You know, and his story is actually very interesting. If you want to know more about him and how he got where he is, it's very inspiring, too.
0: I'll have to do a little Wikipedia browsing Um, I always drop down into personal life for some reason. Every time I look at Wikipedia, I just go straight down. I'm like, what is this? You know, do they have kids? What's going on here? Um, okay. So ideal vacation spot.
1: I have probably two because I love the beach, but I also love the snow. (laughs) So I would say Hawaii because I love that you have so many water activities to do and it's, there's a lot of nature There and many islands of Hawaii, definitely. And then, okay, this is a fancy destination, (laughs) but why not Aspen for skiing?
0: Best Amazon purchase in the last six months.
1: This may be funny, but (laughs) actually I purchased an electric drill for the beach, you know, to make a hole in the sand to put your beach umbrella. And I bought that for my aunt. Because we were, I went to Miami a few months ago and I saw someone with that electric drill doing a hole so easily and fast. And I said, that's a great gift for my aunt because she really needs help with that. So I would say that.
0: (laughs) Oh, I got to find the name of it. Self-care activity of choice.
1: I, well, running because it, it helps to I don't know with my brain and yeah running uh yoga even though I I don't do it every day I try but running yoga and listening to audiobooks too riding a bike
0: all good things favorite tv show hmm.
1: I, I'm, we are watching now with my husband <laughs> the big band theory all over again. So I love that show. And Sheets Creek is another show. It's so fun. I think you need to go through the first two episodes. But what I loved the most about that show is that uh, there's a lot of diversity in the cast without stereotypes. And you really fall in love with the character. So I think, uh, Yeah, they they do a great job with um, diversity. And I loved, loved that show.
0: Yeah, we're on season two right now. We've been watching it and it's hilarious. There's, you know, really incredible moments in it that are just like...
1: Yeah, and you know, after you finish, there's um, like an interview that they do to the characters of the show. Make sure to watch that because it's amazing and very inspiring.
0: I will check it out. If a book was written about your life... What would the title be?
1: Oh, this is so hard. I don't know. It's hard to pick a title. Um, it's hard. I can say many things. Like It's funny because you were asking, the, what's your best? And I listed <laughs> more than one thing, but it's hard. Maybe um, the ability to stand up after falling down many times. Something like that follow your gut, take action, stay positive, and never give up. Like, trust the journey, right?
0: I'm, I'm glad you tried to, you know, I think that is, I, I was with my friends this weekend and we were all trying to answer that and it is the hardest question to answer. It's just like, so hard. how do you put so hard. a one line or two lines on your life? Um, but I thank you, thank you for, for sharing
1: yours. And also, focus your energy on what, helps you grow and staying around positive people and away from negativity.
0: Yeah, yeah. Another guest described them as find expanders or people in your life who expand your mind state and your vision rather than, I guess, whatever the opposite of expanders would be. So, Jess, it has been a dream come true for me to have you on the show. I've, I, you know, I've been following you for years and, uh, using your content to help my daughter learn Spanish. So this is just an absolute, you know, delight to have you here. And, and I can't wait to share this story, your, your interview with, with my audience. If people want to follow you, get in touch with your work. Um, tell us more about how you can do that.
1: They can go to my website. I think that's the easiest, uh, canta con Jess.com. so because it's a spanish name some people may not know how to spell it out it's a C-A-N-T-A, canta c-o-n con jess je com. and from there they'll be able to find the link to my youtube and my other social media platforms
0: will you do one thing please on the Apple Podcast app on your phone, in the bottom right corner, click search, tap in Earn More Tutoring, then scroll all the way to the bottom and leave a rating and review. Our goal is to get 50 ratings and reviews, and we're almost there. And when you leave a rating and review, we'll feature it on the Instagram. Are you interested in helping your education business grow? Then go to earnmoretutoring.com coaching. New episodes will be posted each Sunday. Now get up, get out, and get something.